everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Filmhouse. Today we are talking about the Venom trailer, the new one for Venom Let There Be Carnage. And we're also talking about the Green Knight. I'm Elise. I'm Elise. Elise. Oh my God. I can't <laughs> talk today. Uh, I am also joined by Charlotte. Hello. <laughs> Uh, the Char Charlos, Char me, slow Charlos, Charlos, mm-hmm. um, and Patrick. T- Patrick, t- we should have waited until Christmas to talk about this movie. <laughs> it is, a, it is oh. an instant Christmas classic. It really well, is. Yep. Yeah, are you talking about Venom. Sorry, wait, no, no. yes, not no, Venom, well, Venom, Venom yeah, no, why not? <laughs> yeah, and Jacobs, t- last but not least, me. Oh, <laughs> nice. I asked for you to be snuck into a Photoshop for video, Elise, and I did say in the Slack, it would be fun to have a little Elise egg. Oh, I love <laughs> that. <laughs> love that. Not bad. Uh, Not bad. Much like the Elise eggs in Venom, which I'm sure wow. there will be many. Can I need Can't to ask, wait. what were all of your thoughts on the first Venom film? Uh, the accent oh. is confounding. One of the dumbest yeah. movies I've ever seen. And it's like an bad. Movie. It's bad. I, I love Tom Hardy and I, I do like him in that movie, but he talks like an adult baby. It is. I'm ready <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. Oh, Mr. Chad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I I'm like Eddie Brock. I used to be a reporter. I'm a journalist. <laughs> I'm Eddie Brock. Oh, I'm so hot right now. I need a lobster. <laughs> the lobster scene is one of the best things I've ever oh, yeah. seen. Yeah. I stand yeah. by that. Yeah, that was truly sure. an amazing. Because yeah. in the moment, I'm like, That's this fine. is awful strange. And then I realized afterwards, I'm like, no, that was the good part. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we're all in the minority because people seem to love that movie. Yeah. Mm. What's up with that? What? Like, <laughs> people really like that like, movie. People I, I love like everything. The, People love Snyder, Zack I, I, Snyder movies. I had that uh, <laughs> realization when, like, the trailer, the first trailer for this movie came out, because I like like the funny parts in the first one where it's like Venom and Tom Hardy like arguing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot more of that. They had that. They had that part in the trailer for the second one where they're just goofing, like, "Oh, I want to." They're just having some goofs, and people are like, "This sucks. I hate this part." And I was like, "What? That was my favorite part of this whole thing." It's. I guess. Like 30 years too late also because <laughs> Venom I, was hot shit in the 90s. I guess maybe it's 25, 20 years. I don't know. But like Venom was hot in the 90s. I cannot explain how hot Venom was. Because uh, Todd, Mc, Todd McFarlane. Tarzan, yeah, 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 all that. Yeah, that uh, Todd McFarlane. Todd, I cannot talk today. That sounded on purpose. <laughs> no, it was. I can, just cannot talk today. <laughs> My, like, but like, it's just I'm, a movie for people who watch like '90s cartoons and read I'm '90s comics. Yeah, I'm all post nasal drip, and I just mm-hmm. like cannot move my mouth into shapes. Oh, Todd McFarlane uh, was like, "I'm the Venom guy." Yeah, yeah. You think then Sam Raimi tried to be the Venom guy, and then it all came crashing oh. down. That well, may have also been a casting decision. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> Or casting oh. fumble there, but no, I, I think that was a great you, turn for Topher. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to your question, it's Tardfer. <laughs> yeah, Tard. Tardfer Gorse. God. <laughs> oh. to, your, to your question, Elise, what was like, I thinking about this trailer? Like, I, I hate to sound like a negative Nancy, which is I know out of character, but what I don't even remember the name of um, Riz Ahmed's character from the first one. What was that character? I think his Rogue name was Riz Ahmed. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Iron Man, Iron Man, whatever. It's probably Iron Man. Gray Venom, 
mm. was of that oh, one. Yeah, like I forgot he even did that. There's like yeah, six Venoms in that movie. Yeah. So yeah. my first thought was in this one when I saw Carnage was like, I really hope there's not too much of just like red Venom in this, and we get to watch Woody mm-hmm. Harrelson just being crazy person because. Oh, no. That's the thing I cared about the least in the first one was watching two blobs smash into each other. Yeah, right, the VFX yeah. is like... Yeah. Well, like, like thing, Carnage uh, does look cool. What I'm dreading most is like James Willems, one of the things that he d- detests in Who? the superhero genre is when a... Su- yeah, James, sorry, I have James Funhouse. Is when, when a hero fights just the bizarro version of themselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and not a Hulk fan? And it's impossible to tell what's happening. Or an Iron Man fan. or a (laughs) Uh, But we see in the trailer for Venom, Let There Be Carnage, that Woody Harrelson, he's he's in prison. And then Tom Hardy comes to interview him. Yes. Yeah. It's the story of a century. And then uh, he bites. He he bites him. Is that (laughs) really the origin? He dangles his fingers. No, I think so. From what I remember from reading comics in the 90s is basically venom was cool but he wasn't edgy enough they needed a joker so carnage i think he does visit him in prison but i could be wrong about that carnage Carnage, was a serial killer known as cletus cassidy correct yes and he gets like a cut on his arm or something there's like a a prison cut a wound yeah okay there you go and like the the sim a piece of the venom symbiote goes into his bloodstream so whereas venom eddie brock wears the symbiote with Cletus, the symbiote is in his blood, so he's oh, more so, powerful. But it also seems hmm, uh, okay. Venom also seems to be inside Eddie Brock, though. So <laughs> Eddie Brock. Yeah, it's pretty like arbitrary. It also seems like if you wanted that, he could also then just give himself a little nick and let the symbiote go in his blood. But yeah. I, 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 I buy it. I buy it. The sure. symbiote's in Eddie Brock, and then because. Woody Harrelson is a crazy serial killer. He's going to be extra scary. Right. Sure. Do any of you buy Woody Harrelson in a wig? No. No one does. Uh, only it, when uh, they put him in a receding hairline wig. Yeah. I, the hair's goofy. I don't, I don't mind, like, the goofy red hair. Um, <laughs> well, his character sounds, looks like it's going to be pretty wacky. Oh, is the, red, yeah. is the red supposed to be symbolic of the red coloring oh of Carnage? It's symbiotic. <laughs> Isn't that, cool? Isn't that cool how they did that? That <laughs> makes you think. I wouldn't have that noticed makes you that. Think. The I wouldn't thing have is noticed like, that because the movie's so dark. The problem is if Woody Harrelson were to have hair, it would be a salt and pepper at, at best, right? Right, yeah, And yeah. so when men hit a certain age and then they start wearing toupees that are solid color, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't yeah. work. Well, Cletus, looks I didn't dyed, know that was his name until sure. now, but Cletus Cass, I've seen pictures of him. He has red hair, doesn't he? Oh, he's like a full ginger, like... Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, like, in this trailer, like, his hair in this movie looks so much better than it did at the, end, the end of, of the Venom, movie. Or he was wearing, like, a remember. red clown wig. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's, like, super curly. It looks like they went to the it's Halloween store. Bizarre. It looks it. absolutely insane. It's, it looks like Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But in this Which movie, it would have been very funny okay. casting. It looks okay in this one. Just, like, it's red and it doesn't look horribly fake. They had him. They had him for more than thirty minutes this time around. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I like Woody Harrelson a lot. So yeah, I like him too. too. I like watching oh, yeah. him even when it's not like good. Yeah. yeah. I, I really liked I him in Three Billboards. Saying, in what? Three? Oh, I three never saw that. I meant to. Mm. I love. He's, he's great in it. So I meant to watch that. Did not like Seven Psychopaths. Good and true detective. Nah, same. I rewatched No Country recently. He's great in that. Mm-hmm. 
thought he was in that. Yeah, I don't, don't know. Get Solo. Don't forget everybody's favorite Woody movie, Solo. He's good I Solo. completely he's forgot Solo. he was in that. <laughs> I don't Never saw Clark, Clark. Chewbacca. Holy shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm ex- that's, that's what I was kind of saying is that I hope there's a lot of crazy Woody Harrelson and not like, I don't need too much like big red blob scenes. I know it's necessary. Yeah. It's That'll be the third whole, whole third act. We know that. But yeah. I hope there's some yeah. slapstick because the breakfast scene from the first Carnage trailer is, I think, sincerely yeah, so I funny when, when Venom just goes, gets up and squats it and squishes <laughs> it all in his face. And he's got this insane <laughs> breakfast that he's yeah. cooked up for Eddie. It's it, like, that was the thing that I was so surprised there was a negative reaction to because I thought that was great. So I, my problem is that like the movie to me feels like it presents itself as a dark, gritty film. So the humor was not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess it feels like, you know, when you're David Ayer and you're like, I'm making my drama Suicide Squad. And then they say, no, you got to make it more like Deadpool. Uh, that, yeah. that's the, uh, well, you have to make it more like the trailer for your for movie. Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah. we're <laughs> then going to give the trailer the house. studio that edited the trailer yeah. your movie. Yeah. But you're also you can't make it R. You can't make it an R movie. So Charlie, don't get too saying? edgy. Right. David Ayer's statement where he was like, I was on the streets. I almost died. That was I mean, weird. I put my heart into this film. And like, I do, <laughs> you know, feel bad the way I know this is a tangent, but the way the studio bungled that whole oh, yeah. thing. Oh, for sure. That's uh, it was a bungalow. It's awful. It was a bungalow. It was a real bungalow. It was a real Barry Manilow. And but like <laughs> the statement is so wild and could have started four pages in it. It's like, yeah, I hustled on the streets. I did crack every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like okay. This is a comic book. The fuck does this have to do with Suicide Squad? (laughs) Yeah, it's about the rejects, the downtrodden. It's. I I don't know. Okay, it's about a clown's girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you're really pushing that. Yeah, about a clown's girlfriend. About a clown's girlfriend. That is the best description I've ever heard of that movie. It's a movie about a clown's girlfriend. (laughs) That's a good summary. Put that on the box. Not to be little Harley Quinn and her contributions to villainy. Yeah, sure. I if I was uh, Sony, I would have released Venom on Valentine's Day. Yeah, because it's a rom com. Mm -hmm. It is a rom. It's a romance. They make the man's in this trailer. Do they? they talk about like, oh, they need couples counseling. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that guy. The, he punched the guy. Yeah. He's very tolerant of this whole situation. Yeah. Uh, um, no, no sign of Michelle, Michelle Williams. Eddie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Michelle Williams. The last we saw of her, she was sitting on the steps next to him at the end of Venom 1. And she said, sorry about Venom. And that was she at the end of this trailer? <laughs> I don't sorry remember about Venom. Sorry about Venom. I don't remember that even a little bit. Oh, it's great. It's great. She's just sitting next to him and then she just goes, sorry about Venom. Oh, that like, actually happens. Yeah. Oh, I thought, yeah, again, I thought like maybe they were sitting on the steps, but that wasn't. I sh- thought surely that's not the line. It's the line and it's, but you're it's telling fantastic. Me that is. It's okay. fantastic. <laughs> just right. the, the sorry about Venom. Like, like the nonchalance. It's like he's possessed by a foreign <laughs> creature yeah. and you go yeah sorry about venom it's breakup <laughs> it's but, amazing yeah, how much the... you can forget about a movie she was at the Wait. end of this trailer wasn't she was she yeah she's yeah, in the part oh, where she has, she has the well no like this part where she has the ring she has like, oh an engagement yeah ring. she's flaunting and that rock okay. in front of the brock man yeah Eddie and then Bach. then then venom punches the guy 
Yeah, yeah. He he shakes his hand and he says, I'm happy for you. And then he slaps him. Yeah. Okay. I don't think my brain even thought that was her. (laughs) Wait, Michelle Williams. Yeah. I guess like, I feel like I'm at the point where I just, I want Tom Hardy and his goofy Venom interactions in his head and Woody Harrelson to just like, I want them to carry the movie because I feel like I don't get excited by two big CG CGI blobs, blobs yeah. attacking each other. Yeah. Like so you Charlotte want said, like it is every superhero movie. The third act is CGI. Yeah. Characters Jacob just lose all the knocking charm. into each other. Well, not every. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like your ideal story, Jacob, would be like Venom and and Eddie Brock get into like like a like a fight. It's almost relationship ending. Mm-hmm. And then they reconcile. And that's the movie. Yeah, and and they the, but they're stuck together, so that's why it's fun. Well, I the the fucking the first trailer when they were like use the uh, three dog night song, the one is the loneliest number, and the dark trailer version of it, I was like, all right, I guess it's totally fitting. And then when they just yeah. trot it out again for the trailer, I'm like, okay, so you've just got the asset. <laughs> You're just gonna yeah. just lean into. Is this gonna be in every trailer now? Because it was kind yeah. of cheeky and fun for the first one, and this one yeah. I was like, okay. Remember this song this that's actually kind of like, you know, sorrowful, but a little fun? No, mm. it's serious. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, this comes out in September? Yeah, next it's month. like three weeks from now. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Okay, are you like, guys going to go see it? I'll Not watch it. Uh, <laughs> um, Andy Circus like, directed it? What? Hmm? After his Andy Circus. Andy Serkis yeah. directed Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I use, how did nobody, I feel like nobody's mentioned somebody this should ever. Have, somebody should have had eyes on that. Well, who let this happen? <laughs> like, what? I feel like usually with these big superhero movies, I'm conscious of who's directing it, yeah. but I've heard nothing of Andy Serkis directing this movie. Wait. No, that, neither of us. Is this fake news? No, it's on, it's not. Yeah, yeah. You Mowgli? pulling my toes, Patrick? Yeah, Patrick. I swear to God, toes are not to be pulled. I swear to God, I'm not going to check. I'm going to believe you until I watch this movie and I see Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, directed by Andy Circus. He's in that Star Citizen game as Thul O'Clary. Everybody's in the Star Citizen. Yeah, so is everyone else too. It says it says story by Tom Hardy and Kelly Marcel. Tom Hardy waited on the story. Okay, good. Good. I'm sure that I'm sure that wasn't at all just a way to. <laughs> that wasn't at all just, just a way to... to get him another credit that uh yeah. no it's carnage I need more lobster. <laughs> also they gets residuals do, they should put bronson in the movie from mm. the other yes. movie he did oh, interesting. And his dick and then he just bare knuckle boxes <laughs> carnage into submission I'd see they should that. put his old <laughs> they should put his old myspace photos in this uh, movie uh, yeah. <laughs> so i have not read, seen you read, these <laughs> you've read comics and stuff so like what what is Carnage more than just like a scarier Venom that shoots Spike? Well, that's is- okay. So the whole thing is because it's in his bloodstream, he's way more power. He's like more powerful than Venom because he has a more direct link to the symbiote. But then oh, okay. Venom can like his his hands or whatever, like he can make an axe out of his hand. Right. Mm-hmm. And all that cool. shit. Carnage can actually like shoot projectiles. OK, we saw which the others can't. That. And they all have like healing and shit. They basically can't die because the symbiote yeah. just brings it back to life or whatever. Does like Carnage have a thing? Does he like talk to the symbiote like like Venom? And I don't Eddie really Brock remember too? that. I mean, they probably will in the movie. I also don't remember that as much in the 
comics but i could be again i could be totally wrong it's been yeah. so long since i read like a venom comic i'm like but... i'm okay with that not happening because like then there'd be like a lot of that going on in this movie uh, yes but, i think yeah. i think again because it's in his bloodstream maybe carnage and cletus are more like one in the same yeah mm-hmm. but yeah if if this does end up being very similar to like Rizamed's character and whatever that symbiote's name was in the last one um I just I feel like at least Woody Harrelson would be more interesting as a bad guy because he's like he's like an evil, crazy yeah. serial killer. And like Riz Ahmed, what was he like a tech CEO? Yeah. And I like Riz Ahmed a lot, but I do. it he's was a awesome. little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did what he could with that part. He did. Yeah. Um, well, Venom, it's it's coming like a steam train, whether we're ready for it or not. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> so, one that burst out of that black and white theater and everybody was going to freak out. Is that it was going to be yeah. real? Um, so we're gonna we're gonna maybe uh, come back to Venom in a, in, in a, at another time. I'm sure we will, because I know James will have a lot to say about it. Um, <laughs> sure. And I'm sure Patrick will egg him on at that time when that time comes, because <laughs> uh, uh, that's generally what their pairing seems to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, we, I know we enjoy it, but it doesn't pay well for your pal Wheezy when James is like, <laughs> mm. "Yeah, Patrick, he was." He was agreeing with me, and I'm like, oh. That <laughs> anyway. You just got to build. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just feed, you kind of get him, and then they, they just keep going and going and going. <laughs> uh, but and we're I'm in the background on. like this. <laughs> Not the finger tent. Oh, no. oh yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about a movie that we is out now and we have all seen, which is The Green Knight. Uh, but mm-hmm. first, before we get to that, I wanted to shout out a podcast that's also done by some of our friends at Rooster Teeth, because I think it's a podcast that our audience would like a lot. Um, it's called OT3, which is short for Observers of Tales, Truth and Trivia. And it explores the ins and outs of fandom from the fans who are into it. Uh, so like they talk about obscure fan fiction, shipping in the MCU, something called Clamp. That I don't know what that is. Do you, any of you know what clamp is? Don't I don't know, but I'm going to look it up and it's going to ruin my day later. It's I know. something you should ask off. permission for, I think. They talk about fairy <laughs> porn. Like, I don't know. They're, these women are getting <laughs> okay. some weird shit. And it's fascinating. I want to be on the show. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. But it features um, three people at Achievement Hunter that we really love. Sarah, Ashley, and Steffi. And you can watch it on Rooster Teeth or listen on Apple Podcasts or the podcast platform of your choice. But yeah, I wanted to tell the Filmhouse crew because I I think it's uh, it's up the alley of a lot of people watching and listening to this. I'm imagining and if you want to have King me Arthur. on, I will become angry. <laughs> I will become argumentative. Yeah, you're not really <laughs> a fan fiction guy. You mentioned the concept of shifting, which Patrick yes. informed us about on Word of the Day. Well, James told her about yeah. shifting. That came yeah, from yeah. James and only James. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's no, right. no, 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 no. I told James about shifting. No one believed me. Everyone thought I was a fool for talking about that. Everyone was mad and upset no. because they thought that I had I was going to piss off Gen Z. I mean, I heard it first from James, who said Gen Z is really into this thing called shifting. I just look at this thing. I just invented. He said James I read it. He said I I heard it on the news. This is what you. James made needs him, to Patrick. cite his sources. <laughs> but Jacob, I've been saying this forever. Patrick's you, been trying so, to shift himself into the most dangerous game. <laughs> I've been trying so Patrick, fucking hard. Can you can you describe what shifting is? Yeah. So you, I think, lay down and you count to ten and you imagine Hogwarts. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not just Hogwarts, is it? After the count of ten, no, it's you actually arrive. really can I, limited. Can I please right finish? Now. Can I please finish? <laughs> yeah, After please. a count of ten, you open your eyes and you arrive in Hogwarts for real. 
It's real. Okay, but is it is it only Hogwarts or is it like any? Elise, I have more to say. Sorry. When you awaken within Hogwarts, you are dating Malfoy. You keep taking these pauses like you're dead. Right, yeah, I know. Now I will take questions. Now I will take questions. Elise? Is it just Hogwarts or could it be like any, like could Jacob, and maybe Jacob's done this, I don't know. Like Jacob lies back in bed and he pictures he's on the Death Star, closes his eyes. Uh, oh, so. that does not I really don't, go well. Yeah, first I don't of all, understand. I don't Death understand Star. the question. <laughs> Could it, be it somewhere, like, could it be somewhere other than Hogwarts where you yeah, end up being yeah. Malfoy's girlfriend? No, no but do you have Ma to be Malfoy's girlfriend? I'm Grand Moff Tarkin's girlfriend. Elise, I guess the question, the question sounds like, is this the only scenario you could shift to? I yes, don't understand you, the question. Of course sounds it is. Like a great question of course for it the is. OT3 crew. So she oh my God. Only on <laughs> and Elise and explain this. Uh... I don't. Yeah, I know. I, I, I think it's for I think it works for all fandoms. <laughs> okay, but good. no matter what fandom you shift to, you are you Malfoy's are girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So is that my question? I think I asked it at word of the day, but I don't think I got an answer. Is it are we talking Draco or Lucius? Luscious, I call him. Uh, I believe Luscious. it's Draco, but who's to say that? You're over at Draco's there. house. Draco has to run an errand. Yeah. Lucius is downstairs in the study. Maybe you go down there. Maybe you, you know, fool around. Here. Okay. But Draco's an adult in this situation. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Draco oh, yeah, is 12 yeah. Let's get ahead of that. Draco, Draco is <laughs> uh, 37 years old. Yeah. The yeah. character Tom is shifting is an adult, yeah. no matter yeah. what. Yes, you yes, shift yes, into Tom Felton's penthouse naked. Yeah. <laughs> it's three in the morning. <laughs> he, he is fast asleep. Scared Potter. <laughs> All right. He's rereading well, the script for Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I guess you can hear more about this when Patrick and I ultimately bully ourselves onto this show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Green Knight. Uh, oh, we've yes. all we all saw it, and just a little background on this movie. It's written and directed by David Lowery, who did a Ghost Story, Pete's Dragon, uh, two. Just crowd I did not pleasers. Know we did Pete's Dragon. <laughs> uh, the 2016 Pete's Dragon. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. It, uh, it stars Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, Sarita Chowdhury, Sean Harris, Katie Dickey, Ralph Ennison, and Joel Edgerton. And it's based on the Sir Gowan and the Green Knight text. It's a late 14th century mid medieval or mid Middle English chival chivalric romance. Cannot talk today. Sorry. Well, those mm -hmm. were uh, the hard ones. And the. the <laughs> thanks, Charlie. And the uh, pronouncing my own name was clearly the hardest <laughs> yeah. one. Um, you nailed chivalric, name. though. Chivalric. <laughs> yeah. Willems. That sounds Chival like a knight. <laughs> chivalric. <laughs> and uh, the thing I, I had to study this in school, and the thing that I remember being so distinct about it was that it didn't have a known author. The author was lost to the sands of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. the basic plot is that uh, King Arthur is... In, in the movie, his headstrong nephew embarks on this daring quest to confront the Green Knight, this giant <gasps> who had appeared at Camelot on Christmas, I believe. Um, yeah. And they get into this tete-a-tete, um, literally, where the, the Green Knight says, if you, uh, you can wield one blow on me with the expectation that a year from now, you will meet me at my Green Chapel and I can return this in a favor. Um, and so this starts this epic quest. And I think like for a little bit, uh, we should maybe talk about this in like a 
spoilery spoiler free mm. aspect yeah. because i think there are mm-hmm. probably lots of people that haven't gotten to see this yet but then after the ad break later we can kind of get into the nuance and stuff um, oh did y'all did y'all like the movie like first of all i really liked it i did too yeah that was really cool it is cool my main takeaway has been that it rocks and is cool is what i've told everyone <laughs> in my sure life. Yeah. okay someone called I it a do- fun little romp a friend of mine and i did i saw that on roger ebert he also said it rocks and is cool yeah i think it's what i like about it is it reminds me of okay so we we talked about this during a record yesterday very briefly at least had a finger tent going right now yeah Yeah. he is ready to strike Uh, there is like oh and it elise it turns out we saw this at the same theater at the same time by the way (laughs) you were in my Uh, theater we were in the same theater well patrick was just uh, to it I didn't. No, no, no. Of, of course not. I would have said hi. I'm not a maniac. Okay. I had no idea. But uh, no, Patrick James leaned over James, to his wife oh, and James. Said, That's James and Elise from one house. Don't fucking say anything. Don't you dare. Walk, 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 uh, walk, walk, walk. No, me and James like put two and two together yesterday. We were oh, talking okay. about the movie. Yeah. But uh, so there's like this weird, like kind of a promo intro with the director beforehand. And he talks about like how Willow was a big inspiration. And we were, yes. me and James were laughing about it because there's really no Willow in this Dark movie. Dark Crystal but too. I will. Dark Crystal too. Also, yeah. Uh, wait, what was that? What you said? Doesn't he mention Willow and Dark Crystal as two of his yeah, inspirations? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I understand like story wise, <laughs> there's really not a lot of yeah there it is sorry it's it's not sorry. like sorry to interrupt you patrick but i just for i'm sorry to our audio listeners but i have to point out this picture that cody shared which is hilarious because the green knight's like seven feet tall in the movie but in yeah. this picture he's like five foot four sorry yeah, he's a short shirt king in this sorry he's patrick you you were saying the story Yes, yes, yes. So the story and all that stuff, like I can see how you'd be like, there's nothing Willow or Dark Crystal about this movie, really. But I think what it is, is there was this like brief tradition of maybe 20 years of low to occasionally high budget fantasy movies, which were very uh, like the stakes weren't the end of the world. It was, you know, finding some relic or saving it, walking across, saving somebody. Right yeah walking for a long distance yeah and that kind that has pretty much gone away for the most part um unless it's either like it's either really really bad or it's so overblown like lord of the rings that you could you can't just do that often right like it's a huge enormous production so i kind of miss like this type of movie where it is just like about a i i quite it's about one character or a tiny group of characters and like a quest very defined quest uh and who and knows I, what will happen I, I really like that and i yeah uh yeah where'd charlie go she, she looked like she was playing with a cat um, yeah, there was a fly in her camera i think that's what oh, okay jacob, i think i saw it zoom yeah. by i got you were it. pretty excited for this going into it jacob did it hit your expectations or what you thought it was going yeah. to be i mean just from the trailer that came out ages ago um it just looked like weird I was like, I want to see a weird movie. Yeah. Um, and it was like strange sometimes, but it was like, I guess I didn't really have that many expectations other than just like that weird vibe. But the crazy like existential journey he ended up going on, I was really intrigued by. 
And it's like certain I don't want to like I'll I'll bring it up again later to avoid spoilers, but just like certain things get said and they'll like they like hit me and I was like, oh, that's what this whole movie's about, and <laughs> I feel it deep in my bones. Yeah, and it it also it was very pretty. It's like very mm. pretty movie. Oh, it was it was so oh God. visually stunning and. I heard somebody try to say that the beginning and the end looked good and that the middle they forgot to make it look good. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's like the whole striking part. I also remember thinking like this is a movie that that somebody's gonna go see and like some people are gonna go like talk about how boring it was. Yeah, Yeah, it's like drive all over again. Like people saw the trailer and they're like, this is gonna be a cool just action movie. There were people in my theater that there's like a couple, I think they were bored and they were looking at TikToks and giggling to themselves in like Mm. the whole third act. Yeah, well, it's like, guys, it's adapted from a, like, centuries-old poem. Like, what yeah. do you think it was going to be? <laughs> I think poem. they saw Green Knight, they're like, oh, green is my favorite color, Knight, I mean, those that, are fun. That trailer rips. It, it wasn't David Ayer exactly lived was exactly. on the streets, and then he found this poem. He yes. was smoking <laughs> just receipt paper yeah. and, and sleeping in a cocoon under a bridge. Mm-hmm. He found the Green Knight. He found it in the library. That's why it's also, anonymous because um, nobody knows where it came also from. Also, the the uh, yeah. movie being pretty, but like the score was really, really oh yeah, like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was right. and it like was it was a very pretty. And then there are times where it was like deeply unsettling. And like, Ugh, I don't like the sound this music is making. It was like, yeah, but I loved yeah. it. Totally, it hit so many of the right spots for me. It was long. It was a long movie, which I didn't realize going in. And at a certain point, I'm like. Damn, okay. Like two hours. <laughs> it could have been shorter. It could have been it shorter. Been really shorter. my criticism of it was that uh, it, it could have shaved at least 15 minutes off that runtime because it did have a lot of the art house. Like, we're going to hold on this shot for two minutes. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, it's very pretty. It's a very pretty shot, but I don't know if it serves as much for like holding yeah. on that and drawing out this moment as much as yeah. maybe you might think it does. But afterwards, after we saw it, I was saying that like, it felt longer than it actually it was a long movie but i was saying it felt longer than that Mm. because i think yeah definitely and like i do like it it was long but i think i do appreciate how much it took its time so deliberately and like i i think i'm I'm glad i got that those extra long moments with stuff because i think it really it like punctuated a lot of those moments tonally and stuff yeah look good like visually and like story wise, it it didn't match this at all. But like pacing wise, it felt like a like some westerns I've seen. I, I don't maybe, mm-hmm. maybe something about the journey, but like uh, I felt some of that kind of like slowness. Like I, I mean, there's a sense of urgency to the movie, but it it definitely moves at its own pace, and it, it doesn't feel like six days. I think is the perfect amount of time to need to ride north. One personally, <laughs> just for riding north yeah. in my own life. But two, because there's other movies where like the MacGuffin or the task is so pressing that to see someone get sidetracked in my head sometimes in a movie, I'm like, no, we don't have time for this. We have to get mm-hmm. to the Green Chapel. Yeah. But like yeah. getting like hooked up by that guy from Killing of a Sacred Deer, whose name I cannot remember, but who's an incredible <laughs> yeah. actor. Uh, but uh, the 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 uh, like the 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 scene where he dives in for into that little pond at night is one of the most like visually striking things yeah where it's so just like that in that for it super it wide shot where the light like the lights it was, uh, this happened a lot in the movie where like the lights would change mm-hmm. when yeah, something I weird gasped. was happening i don't 
and it's like, not really happened before it was just the like theater, this, i went because <gasps> it's like this tiny pond he jumps into but then yeah. the camera pulls back and it's just this it's like he's in an ocean and it's all just lit red and he's just silhouetted against it and it's it gorgeous like amazing just absolutely gorgeous well and it, that's cool like what you're saying too because like the destination isn't the destination is not urgent because at the destination i guess I, I spoilers i guess but he's he's gonna die the, the is idea, the is idea. That he's so like killed yeah because the destination's a bad thing you don't yeah. really want to get there so to, if it yeah i think if it were like a we gotta get here it'd be weird um, yeah, yeah. i mean he's is. gotta be there by yeah. christmas right yeah well, well he has to make he, his appointment yeah for honor yeah. though not for you know because that's what it's about is him struggling with this like why am i going yeah. to get my head cut off and, and um one of the things i really really loved like about this story initially like reading it was that it it's a, it's a set you know within the universe of king arthur but it's not mm -hmm. a king arthur story mm -hmm. which makes it feel like the mcu of like the of king of you know king arthur and you get like the secondary players um we'll talk about like some of the differences after the jump but i really thought that it was cool that they went with the old arthur um yeah 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 but yeah, but uh, well, yeah, well, well, let's just get to spoilers because I feel like we're we're getting there. But first, a word from our sponsor. Summer brings all kinds of awesome adventures, lots of slipping, lots of sliding, lots of slip and sliding. But you know what it takes to bring any adventure or slip and slide up a notch? A box of awesome from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses, yay, and emerging brands every month to bring you the most unique goods. I myself. As you know, have an amazing, amazing kitchen knife that I love that is from Bespoke Post. They have all kinds of great items, decanter sets, uh, bags for if you're doing any like local travel. Um, and it's all really, really nice and well curated. This month, they've got a box for making your own cold brew that's perfect for the blazing heat and all, another with a pocket knife and a scrimshaw kit where you can carve your own design. Scrimshaw. It's fun to say. Box of Awesome has all kinds of awesome stuff for all kinds of people. So there's something no matter what you're into. Get started with the quiz at boxofawesome.com and your answers will help them pick out the right box for you. It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. So get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code FILMHOUSE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com code FILMHOUSE, F-I-L-M-H-A-U-S, for 20% off your first box. Thanks, Box of Awesome. Okay, yeah, so this is just spoiler discussion now. If you haven't seen the movie and you can, uh, I think we all recommend it. Mm, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, I'd Go say watch so. It. But, uh... But yeah, uh, if you haven't, we're going to just be talking about it in complete spoiler detail. Mm -hmm. um, maybe that's your bag. <laughs> Don't. Sorry. Yeah. A lot, a lot of. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's come. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, the shortest shot in the whole movie. Yeah. We can God. finally talk about the cum shot. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, we were watching it. And I was like, ah, <laughs> gross. I mean, in the moment, I was like, what's happening here? I mean, I'm pretty sure I know what's happening, but it's kind of disor. Oh. There it is. Yes, the, like my right. mom made me that. Mm -hmm. Sash too tight or something? You are no knight. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the most of the context of that. <laughs> but um, I... This, like... I've been thinking about this movie a lot. I'm sure, like, we all have. Um, so, he goes on his journey, and, like, there's just the different events that happen along the way. And I feel like I got a grasp of what most of them were trying to convey. Because, um, mm -hmm. like, what was the first thing? 
that happens to him? Was it the it's guy the, that robs him? The guy on the battlefield, yeah. Which is not in the original text. That's added in. Okay. Um, the only thing that is, I think, is the castle at the end. Yeah, it's right? the Lord the and two, Lady. Yeah, everything else yeah. is made up for the movie. Yeah, okay. pretty much. So, because I was gonna ask you all, like, what what you thought those was happening in those scenes? Because I think like that one, I didn't entirely get what like was like if well, there was like meaning behind it. Because they mentioned like the the virtues of a knight and stuff, and I wasn't yeah really, didn't really know what so, those like, were. One of the things I liked that this the movie did in contrast to the text was like I felt like it gave Gowan like more agency. It gave him more of like an actual character arc and it gave him like kind of stakes being that he's Arthur's nephew in this, which he isn't in the original text. And also like it made Morgan Le Fay, Arthur's sister, his mother, Mm. which like in the original text, it's basically it all amounts at the end to that like morgan lefay wanted to do this kind of like prank essentially (laughs) like to mess with arthur and scare guinevere and like all this stuff Mm -hmm. and the the original text is supposed to be this just like story of chivalry in like a time where chivalry is everything and code of honor is everything yeah and this made it more of a character arc in terms of his personal honor and like living with himself and you know yeah because at the beginning um, of the movie he's just like he's just He's yeah. drunk and he's hanging out at the brothel and stuff and oh yeah cool. kind of yeah he's wilding that, out that rock oh it's cool yeah, totally, for sure yeah. at least if he's I van can. wilder yeah he's yeah. van wilder yeah <laughs> but uh, uh but the the scene that like jacob you're talking about i with the scavengers um i was like okay well i guess they're trying to send them the message that a knight should be generous mm. but, oh right because he asks because he tells them directions off, like shows points yeah. in the way, even though it ends up being bad. But yeah, points in the way. But then, like, he just is like, "Oh, thanks," but he doesn't like compensate this guy for his kindness, like he said. And even then, he just tosses him a coin. Um, yeah. So it's it wasn't in his in his head, I guess, to like offer more than just words to this person for helping him on his journey. Or even like when he's riding first, riding out from the castle which take like like it's i think it was like it felt like 30 40 minutes before he even left go and have a sword go and yeah <laughs> like he's just like just ignoring those kids chasing him yeah he looks back to make sure they're not following him anymore at the end of that yeah. shot though and like i think they they did such a good job of just like this guy just he wants to be a knight so badly because like he's got nothing really going on and like his it's like Arthur clearly cares about him a lot and like have all these ex- expectations for him and stuff. So he lo- he looks scared shitless when he's leaving. Yeah. yeah oh, I yeah. think I think all of the like dressings and like gear that he has, which great little scene where they're putting together the belt and the chain mail and all that fucking shit. It rocks. But um, I think it's a, I think it's a lot about him losing that. He's he's realizing that he's not all he's cracked up to be because the moment he's pressed on whether he's a knight he's like i'm not i'm not a knight i'm, I'm yeah. not a knight. Yeah, yeah. i'm not a knight and so like it's like it's all like dressings and stuff and then i think since it's so much about honor and why we, he does the things he does and why anyone does the things they do is that it's not about the things he has it's so much more about uh <laughs> although i guess more emotional and not quite as a more abstract baggage i don't know yeah, yeah. that's kind of how i saw that and you get the feeling of like 
the he's the grown up kid who's still at home that his mom's like, you got to move out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Morgan Le Fay's like, I'm going to conjure up this gr- this green night. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, right, gotta- but it's Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's one way to get somebody out of the house. Yeah. Uh, I love the green night design. Oh, that yeah. was awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we, cool. we talked about it like off, like just in the office at length of just like how awesome it is when he's riding out of the of Camelot holding his head and laughing. Ugh. I was reading. It looks about... like if an end had sex with a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, and not as tall as he appears in the movie. Obviously, a little bit of magic. That's why he's on the horse. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was reading about the prosthetics that that Ralph. Uh, uh, what, innocent. Innocent. Yeah. Innocent yeah. Was he actually in the, the mask? He was in, in the, the mask. That makeup? was actually him. Because oh. uh, David Lowry said he wanted the character to be, you know, embodied by the actor playing him. And so, like, he's talking about how, like, he couldn't open his mouth all the way. So he had to drink and eat through a straw. And that he had these full eye contacts in that were so painful and scratchy. And then because of, like, the knob, he said that the he- head was weighed more heavily to one side. And he was in the room <laughs> for hours. So they got like a dentist chair type thing for him to lay in between sets. So imagine him reclining on like a dentist chair with a smoothie. Yeah. I guess it was handy that that he didn't have to move his mouth during that whole scene with the letters getting red. He looks so bad. He's pretty chipper about it now. He's like, oh, that was 2019. So I don't even remember that. I'm just enjoying the good reviews. But he was basically (laughs) amounted to being like, it it sucked. (laughs) That was terrible. I mean, the Green Knight himself isn't in the movie that much. So that's good for him. Like yeah, it's really just like very, very two nice. scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think what's his face? Peter Serafinkowitz. Serafinkowitz. The, uh, the, the other deep voice British guy. Do you think <laughs> do you think they get pissed when they see each other in movies? I bet their I arguments sound for... amazing. Well, he's. Huh? <laughs> Neither can live while the other survives. <laughs> oh, maybe. Hancock. I, uh, the, the original Green Knight is described. I, I liked what they did where they made him this kind of like uh, nature motif. Of I know like, what you're going to you know, say. Well, because the original Green Knight is just like, he's just a big green guy. He's <laughs> just a guy. He's just green. a big green guy. He's all green. And, and I like that they, they were spend like, a lot of time on his hair and how beautiful his flowing green hair yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I did like that this, this movie, it did also seem like it was trying to push a little bit of a nature came here first and nature will be here last environmentalist I mean, it's the color of rot mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like essel gives that whole speech uh to him and i don't know whenever like alicia vikander does that great uh, monologue mm-hmm. but the whenever there's a vikander yeah I didn't even <laughs> whenever there's like that. a uh, a scene like that where someone's just talking really intensely at someone for that long mm-hmm. I always imagine myself as the Kevin James audio guy <laughs> sketch character that he does where I'm just like, she's still going. <laughs> like, she's been talking about this for a long time. Uh, she's CBS really intense. It's so good. Where'd this come from? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So like he gets robbed. Then you get like you really get to see those true colors. He's just because he's just a coward and he's scared to go on this journey and die. Um. I was trying to think if there's like any kind of symbolism because, you know, he has the shield that has like Mary and Jesus painted on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, out of here. It's, it's like snapped gone. in half. <laughs> yeah. Like, stepped on by a child. Is it snapped yeah. in half? Like, it's like his, his virtue snapped in half or something? Ooh. Ooh. Jake? Um, <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I was thinking, I've been thinking a lot. Um, but 
just I saw Jacob go to this this club in Hollywood called Virtue Snappers. <laughs> mm. I saw it's I, my old I saw the what paparazzi. In there? I was like, oh, well, yeah, what happened? You don't want to know, Patrick. <laughs> he just sits and thinks about the Green Knight. Yeah, he, tells, <laughs> he sits he's in like, a Girls, chair. Get out of here. Yeah, like this. Yeah, and there's <laughs> broods on the Green Knight. There's a neon sign outside. So no, no knights allowed. Yes. <laughs> um, the sound design shoot. of the Green Knight was so fucking cool. Oh yeah. Yep. Before I forget, just that gnarling and twisting of wood. I love like, like when he gets Ugh. tied up. And there's just like the camera just like turns. It kind of just shows the passage of time where he becomes a mm-hmm. skeleton and then goes all the way back. It takes like three minutes. Yeah. And then he's yeah, just like, that one. I was oh, like, surely oh, they're God. not going to show us the whole. Nope. Okay. We're going all the way. Around. <laughs> and then we're not going to go back around. Nope. We are going no. back around. <laughs> this is like, that's like one of the couple times this movie does that where it like kind of flashes forward in a way. And I guess we'll talk about yeah. the big flash forward eventually but rock yeah because mm-hmm. th- let's see there was like the thing with the the head he had to get out of the lake which felt like another test that he failed because she's like oh you got to get my head out of the lake uh what was her name yeah. again uh winifred the redhead I think yeah. he passed yeah. that one i thought well well I, f- I think he eventually did but at first he's like what do i get for getting your head yeah yeah, yeah and she's yes. like why would you right. ask me that <laughs> yeah, why would you ever right. ask me that yeah yeah and i didn't know if that was supposed to be some kind of like lady in the lake nod oh because like sword and the sword yeah. you know and this was his sword trial like arthur's but he kind of yeah. beefed it lady next to the mm-hmm. lake it was all he, got it, though. <laughs> he, he recovered he recovered the yeah. lady in yeah, the house by the lake in the end <laughs> yeah i thought like because she tells him like the green knight is someone you know or something is that what she yeah. says i was kind of freaked out in that moment because she, she was a severed head so i don't well, know correctly <laughs> Yeah, in the source text, it's well, even in the source text, it's not someone he knows, but someone no, he knows set of. it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. Morgan Le Fay, but in like this one, because it's his mother, I think the implication is supposed to be like, it's someone you know. Yeah. It's her mother. Yeah. But because like um, the talking, I, like throughout the movie, her like well, they influence say, is kind of like sewn throughout every situation he's in. Because there's if like, if you the, want it. Yeah, go ahead. Well, that because it's St. Winifred or whatever, and there is a real St. Winifred that involves like a head. I just looked it up just now, but oh, I don't I don't know this. You off could have played that head. off. Yeah, I would. Uh, Patrick. Yeah, I would. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, she did about, have uh, her head. She got decapitated. So, OK, yeah, so the thing. Well, she got she did get deca- decapitated and there's like a similar. It looks like uh, where like another saint came by and rejoined her body to head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, and psych. Then, yeah. So. It's so funny. I mean, it, it's it's pulling sources from other like old Arthurian because mm-hmm. this is like the King Arthur story is there's no like canon. Mm-hmm. There's no definitive like everything changes all the time. Like everyone like the sword in the stone is not Excalibur in a bunch of the stories. It's mm-hmm. just a random ass sword with no meaning. There's other like all the people have different. They have different kids. They have di- like different knights are sired by different people in different <laughs> stories. Like there's no actual definitive canon of this. What shit. about the big ladies? It changed all the time. <laughs> I don't know if big ladies that big ladies might be a totally original. That part was awesome. David Lowry. Well, joke. I saw Jacob it was. In Van Nuys going into a club called Big Ladies. Oh, oh no. wow! <laughs> no, oh my God, that I I have been to that one. I do know what that one, where that right, one is. Yeah, right by the <laughs> Nissan dealership. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> that part was really cool. Even if, was, who knows? Maybe was it was awesome. mushrooms because he eats those mushrooms. I think. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I think the moment mushrooms. when yeah. I when uh, when he rejoins Winifred's head to her body, and because I had been the movie had been fairly literal until that point. Mm-hmm. No, obviously a lot of symbolism, but pretty straightforward. And then the axe is there, and I'm like, what? What? Oh. What? Yeah. Well, did that guy come? Is he the one who killed her? And I'm like, but how did her body decompose? And then I was like, you know what, Charlotte? Let's just let go. Let's just let the movie happen now. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the yeah. point where I was like, cool. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. But that that scene with the giants walking through the valley was so awesome. So cool. Oh Such God. a cool visual. Like, yeah. The the rotating <laughs> the from behind him. Yeah. Like right after mm-hmm. that is so sick. The cinematography think, was amazing. Yeah. I was a little like, like a, when he just shouts out to them. It's kind of like, hey, whoa, whoa, do you, yeah. are you familiar? Are you not with, entertained? Are you familiar yeah. with big, enormous people? There's like, that. do you know that they're not going <laughs> to just ice you? Yeah. Talking Fox, not in the original story, sadly. Uh, barely in this one. story. Yeah, I saw a talk in the trailer. I've said this in a number of pieces of content already. Every time it came on screen, I thought to myself, there's that motherfucker that talks. <laughs> and I'm so ready every time for him to be like, Owen. Yeah. And, and every time it was just, what the yeah. fuck yeah. And, then, oh. and then it says the line from the trailer i'm like oh okay and that's so all i guess get. i can't be disappointed but yeah i really thought it was gonna I mean, be more yeah. talking fox you know he fucks the giant thing oh, oh another another thing that he screws up because he tries to take it the short way out but the fox mm. is like yeah. yeah you don't get to ride on these no shortcuts shoulders. yeah they are like, <laughs> they are headed the wrong way <laughs> oh yeah uh, take us to the next challenge jacob Oh God! Uh, so after that, is that when he shows up? He takes those mushrooms to ride, or tries to ride some giants. The fox says no. And then, is that when he shows up at the manor after that? I think the I think Lord so. and Lady. He starts I think stumbling around a lot. Thing. Yeah, he's just kind of wandering in the dark. Yeah, which, which... dark, dark <laughs> section of the movie. So yeah. good thing that I wasn't streaming this because it would have been was... blank on my TV. I wanted to ask you all, like, okay, so he shows up at that manor, and he's like, "Oh, who's that?" And it's a bear. So I thought it was a bear too. I thought it was a and talking was like, bear. What? <laughs> it was such a short moment. I was like, did I just see a bear? Am I crazy? Standing at the top of the stairs with a torch? Just yeah. silhouetted? Oh, Joel Edgerton. Hey, Attack of the Clones yeah. is Joel Edgerton is in this movie. <laughs> that's that's what we all know him from. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. He was great in this. Yeah, he was. It's, it was kind of like jarring in a way that I liked because the whole movie was so quiet. Up until that moment, there was a lot yeah. going on before this, yeah. but barely anything. And then there's all this like music. And he's like, "Oh, welcome to my manor." He's Let's so boisterous. Food. And I was like, "Yeah, where are we? What's happening?" And he, he gets to the castle and he meets this lord and lady. And the lord is played by Joel Edgerton, and the lady is also played by Alicia Vikander. Mm-hmm. But the implication being that she's not Essel, who is the prostitute. Yeah, that he she's a prostitute, right? She's a virtue. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. agreed. Yeah, um, but they're in love, so. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a lady of the lake. It's a freebie. He's in love um, with her, or she's in love with him. He's kind of wishy-washy. Yeah, and in the original yeah. text, obviously, like Essel doesn't exist. But then, there, there's kind of the trial of his virtue and his mm. modesty mm. in when he gets to the castle, where like he makes an. I think he makes an arrangement with the Lord, where he says, "You go out hunting every day," or the Lord says, "I'll go out hunting and I'll give you what I get, and then you give me what you got that day." And so, like, the first day, she tries, the lady of the house tries to kiss him. And then he, he's like, I cannot. Up. 
Like, I, I'm, I simply cannot. And so when the Lord returns, he gives him his hunt. And then Gowan just gives the Lord like a kiss. And the next day he resists her to two kisses. And I think the third day he resists her to like three kisses. And then he just leaves on like cordial terms. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there is definitely no, you know, thing with the sash. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, well, the handjob sash, but she does give him a sash in the text, I think. Yes. I don't yeah, think it's from the mom. I think it's from her. And it's there's no yeah. like weird anything else says, around like, it. Okay. Yeah. Or it's on just it. a gift. I was wondering like, with them both with like soaked into it what's her name essel essel i think essel like with them both being played by alicia vikander and like you know like earlier in the movie she talks to him like oh won't you make me your lady or whatever um and he's like not committing to it and it's so cool uh fellas yeah yeah if your lady be talking to you and all that stuff just stare straight ahead and do not speak for 10 minutes. <laughs> She'll have the conversation is, for you. She'll do both sides. This is how it works. It's perfect. You just <laughs> dead eyes straight ahead. Not a word. I mean, r slash cringetopia because I was just dying inside while yeah. that exchange was happening. I'm like, Am just I tell her. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Am I the asshole? My prostitute girlfriend asks me if she'll my be night, my lady. My night yeah. I just stare straight ahead. Yeah. Male. Am I the asshole? <laughs> Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? I figured like maybe with her being in the, playing these two characters, but like seeing it like they look exactly the same, but he like because she's this like lady, he treats her with this entirely different attitude he's very like right. he does try to be modest and stuff so it's like it's like she was saying to him earlier in the movie like oh it's it's just i guess another strike against uh gawain that these women are so similar but just because of their different social standings he's like like pushing one away that clearly has a lot of affection for him and then being all proper with this like lady and yeah. the other one, he's trying to drag back to bed when she's trying to go to church in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to go to Christmas mass. God. He's yeah. like, no, wait, where's my shoes? I definitely felt like the magic was supposed to be, you know, to disarm him, to catch him off guard and yeah. make him try to make these slip ups and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I think. I definitely again I think it's, it gives him so much more like agency and interest because in the original thing he's just kind of this like dopey guy yeah. that he's like yeah I'll go I'll yeah I'll do it like he's not you know there's no real purpose beyond just being like this is a story of chivalry in yeah. a time of chivalry he's like that and, uh, uh, when, uh, oh sorry oh that's it that's it um like when Joel Edgerton's talking to him by the fire he's great in this um he's so fun oh, yeah yeah and he's saying that like asking him about his journey, like, oh, he has to go to the Green Chapel and do his thing with the Green Knight, and then he'll be great and be a knight. And Joel Edgerton's like, oh, that's all it takes? You just, that's, you do that? You just leave a different good? guy, yeah. Maybe yeah. We'll, yeah. Miss, yeah. we'll miss our yeah. friend. Yeah, and, so he gets um, to the Green Chapel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just We're what a time, day's ride. We? I know. I have oh, so we, much to talk about still. We, gotta talk about the... we should we have to talk about like the flash forward. Yeah. Oh, of yes, course. Please. The, Let's do that. Let's do this. That. The montage. The, yeah. This movie has there. the same climactic moment that Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 had. <laughs> well, the climactic <laughs> moment was all over the stash. Twilight <laughs> Breaking Dawn Part 2's influence can be felt across 
all that, that and also point. nick cage is next with <laughs> a lot yeah. of movies have this ending when yeah, the green knight eventually when the green knight eventually awakens the green knight gets his axe and he's like okay so yeah i'm gonna give you a blowback like you gave me and you know dev patel cowering gowan gets down and he's like he, he's you know gonna poop himself yeah like twice he, i think he's like okay yeah. hold on a minute let's uh, give a give me one second he keeps flinching yeah. yeah he's just like uh but then there's just this green badass... knight's like what are you doing why oh, are yeah. you afraid did i flinch one what is he <laughs> that's one of those things that like hit me when like gowan's like oh is this all there is and then the green knight's like like what else ought there be and i was like ooh, ooh. yeah that's cool mm-hmm but uh, yeah, the, the flash forward, he books it or we see him book it. He's like, nope, I'm going yeah. home. Mm-hmm. Which until it's later revealed that it's a flash forward, we can maybe first assume that this could be how the events go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's presented that way yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, it's just what's happening. It's really like his it's his, you know, three ghosts of Christmas past being like, this is what your life would be like if you disengage and are dishonor- dishonorable right now. Yeah. Um, and make the choices great, you make. But you will not be good. That's such a great way of yeah. putting it. Oh, thank you. I've been thank thinking you, about, I was thinking about thank this you, at Jacob. Big Ladies. <laughs> it's Jacob. long. It's a long flash forward. It yeah, it just goes. Like, and like crazy it is, long. It is rife with unfortunate oh, God. Uh, happenings in his life. It's a come. bummer. Like, Essel having like, her child ripped away by Merlin, I was told. Is that yeah, it's Merlin. Yeah, it's uh, and like left some coin and like the son dying and his yeah, King Arthur, yeah, King Arthur, uh, you know, Grandpa Joe toe to toe in bed. Dying. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the yep. same thing. Very dark. That's how very dark mind. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. He becomes he becomes king and he looks awesome. Regal. He looks yeah. so like, sick with the like. Yes. He's miserable. Regal AF. Yeah, yeah but he looks but yeah, so cool. He's not having a good time. Like, and, and it, then, like the a, people hate him though. Yeah, like yeah. that. La- yeah, the they last throw, they're throwing that. cabbage at him on the streets yeah. and poopies. That's yeah. good. It's a classic medieval um, tactic. But well, and like, the, and the, the, yeah, the castles being never sieged. Fails. Yeah. Yep. Like the last moments of the flash forward is him just like sitting in the throne room as everybody leaves him alone, and then like he put. Like that, it freaked me out at first because he finally pulls the sash off and like his right. head like, like gets severed as he does it. Like, why is it making such a weird sound? And then it was because his head was getting sliced off. Yeah. But he did it. And damn, like that was nuts. And I thought maybe the movie was going to end there. Like after his I head rolled off. I thought so too. But then like, it just like hard cuts back to the present. And I was like, oh, it was a dream. And then. Oh, thank God. Yeah, and with the Green Knight doing his little, like, oop, okay, you guys. Yeah, he teases your him a little. Yeah, you learned yeah. your lesson. Now off with your head. Yeah, because he takes off uh, the belt yeah. that's good, that's supposed to protect him. Yeah, he takes off, and then the he sash. tells the Green Knight, "Okay, I'm ready now," because yeah. he's yeah. he's discovered his his honor, yeah. his greatness. The goodness. sash was never he's gonna close. like protect him. It was just like a one of those. It was it, it was I I, I interpreted it as kind of like kind of like a. Just like a, a cop out. It's like, oh, I can't get hurt if I'm wearing this. So like, right. What's, right. I'll just, I can do anything. So it's like, I'm going to take off this thing that I used to think would get me through this because it's like cheating. And yeah. I came on it. <laughs> yeah. We're only I making just... it more powerful. Yeah. <laughs> it's it stronger absorbed now. The power. It's stiffer. <laughs> yeah. I think we yeah. can crack it in two. Uh... <laughs> in twain. 
gross. Oh, God. Uh, I think my biggest takeaway with like the line, like it didn't matter if it were one or a hundred years, I never could have prepared and like the sash and, and just like the whole journey is like, you can't live preoccupied with how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. And like, cause like so much of that year is clearly he's in denial. And then like the whole journey, he's like, well, no, it's, I'm going to die. And so I don't know. It, it seemed like a, that was for me, one of the messages was you can't be preoccupied with it. Uh, and only when you're ready can you be at peace with it. Mm-hmm. I, beautiful I, I thought about it a lot. Like, not usually I get out of the theater and I'm like, well, that was a good time. And I just walked <laughs> down to the car with my friend, mostly silent. Yeah. yeah. Not and just you, like, you, not you wipe the slate clean in your head. Yeah. <laughs> you forget I walked everything. Out of the theater, straight into, I don't know what else is playing right a wall. now. It sucks. This is, yeah. <laughs> into a clothesline. Yeah. It's why it worked. It's why, hey, this is why it worked better than Breaking Dawn. Um, because, like, oh, okay, just easy there. That, that, okay, I know. It's just a little bit, just by a smidge. Just the way, like, the flash forward ends. We see that he learned his lesson. The Green Knight just, like, it's like, okay, you, figured it out and then it just fucking ends right there yeah and i was like oh. which is great and it's so much better than being like pranked you gotcha <laughs> right yeah. gotcha yeah. teeth yeah yeah you idiot there's that moment hit so hard because that flash forward was so long we just saw those endings oh my God. i really like those endings and there's two movies that i'm thinking of. i won't i won't say because i don't want to spoil those those endings if people see those movies but there's two movies i can think of and neither of them are breaking down part two where they go off in this very happy like fun it's like the opposite of it it goes off in this really happy fun like lighthearted direction and then it just hard cuts back to something very bleak and depressing and then the movie ends Oh, it's a very effective it's an effective way to end a movie yeah. that's how well, that's the problem with breaking dawn. i know this is turning into breaking dawn film house but like they they flash the, the fake out with something cool and then they fake you out and it's really something boring it's actually way lame yeah yeah exactly <laughs> fucking holding up carlisle's yeah. head is this yeah. your god is this your king yeah the moral of the story <laughs> throw away your cover uh, kids one yeah oh, or just show. wash them <laughs> <laughs> what was that at least i guess that's the final review <laughs> throw away your that's damn comrades david lowry wanted to tell us all but that's what yeah. that's what the unknown author of the green knight wanted to tell us for hundreds of yeah, years but couldn't find the words <laughs> he had that written in the first draft and someone's like you gotta make this like two, maybe three kisses i, I think yeah. this is like a little bit much what me does me does think <laughs> one smooch for Je- joel edgerton and that will do Two yeah. smooches for the lady and a hand job for oh, the yeah. night. <laughs> how many uh, how many Joel Edgerton smooches out of ten would you would you all give this and then we'll and then we'll say yeah. goodbye? I will he will take one from me. Which amounts yeah. to a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's yeah, giving one you Joel a wolf. smooch. <laughs> yeah. And I got and I got a fox and like what looked like a a horned bear that he yeah. smooched. Anyway. I'm gonna give it eight uh, Joel Edgerton kisses, but it's when I thought he was a bear. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna give it a Joel Edgerton hand job because he his uh wife jacked me off in the bedroom and that is a gift. And I yeah. did promise to return any gifts that I was given while in his house. So what would have yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will uh, not let him finish on my belt. I will abstain so honorable. from the kisses and scrub the rot from the floorboards. <laughs> okay. You heard it here. Green folks. eight, I guess. Go watch, go watch this movie. Smooches. <laughs>
yeah <laughs> see this nine. movie in the theater this is yes. like one that would i yeah. mean a hundred percent be better than at home like mm-hmm. the other stuff i've seen this year in theaters i'm like okay could have watched it at home yeah but but this was really really cool to see. Mm-hmm. all right well Mwah. i think thank you all for talking about this and next week we're going to be talking about the suicide squad Ooh, for that. i was on the streets every day smoking <laughs> peacock feathers the new one <laughs> jacking off joel edgerton's james gunn will release a letter that's like i was making jokes about pedophilia every day on these streets on twitter and i, I was fired. an edgelord 10 years before it was cool and then not cool <laughs> And then, and then cool maybe again. it's back and then again, I, smoke I guess. Crack. Yeah. You can just fade oh. to black, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Cut it. Yeah. Big green night titles green and credits. <laughs>